أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل العقدة من لساني يفقه قولي ربنا زدنا علما Lesson number 13 سورة البقرة آية number 74 to 82 In the previous verses we learned about a story Which story was it? The story of the cow When the Bani Israel were commanded by Musa a.s. that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling you that you have to slaughter a cow. And why was it that they were commanded to slaughter a cow? What was the reason? Because they loved the cow. They had some divine beliefs regarding the cow. They loved the cow a bit too much. And we know that as believers, we should love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala more than anyone and anything. And if we begin to love anyone else more than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then there is a problem. So this is why they were told to slaughter the cow. This also shows to us that if you ever feel that your love for something is greater than your love for Allah, then what do you have to do? Kill it. Get rid of it. Slaughter it. Expel it from your life. If you cannot reduce the love. Because then, it will destroy your iman. Another reason why they were told to slaughter the cow, to settle a dispute about who was the murderer. Who killed the man? And then eventually when they slaughtered the cow, they were commanded to take a piece of the cow, whichever piece it was, it doesn't matter. But they were told to take a piece of the cow and strike the dead man's body with it. And the dead man, he rose and he spoke out the name of the person who killed him. Think about it. A man has been killed. He is dead. And all of a sudden, he wakes up and he speaks out the name of the person who had killed him. Isn't that a big thing? Imagine if you saw such an incident, wouldn't it shake you? Wouldn't it change your entire life? Of course. There are people who, when they even wash the body of a dead person, or if they see a dead person, it affects them so much that their entire life is changed. Their thinking is changed. Their way of dealing with other people is completely changed. I remember once this lady was telling us about how she helped in washing the dead body of a woman. And that woman, she was elderly and she had hair dye in her hair. And she was saying that as they were washing her body, they were washing the hair and the color kept coming. No matter how much water they poured on her head, the color would just not go away. And she said, that's it. I'm never ever putting hair dye in my hair again. This was just something that she learned. That I don't want that when I die and people are trying to wash my body, they're just trying to get rid of the color in my hair. It affected her so much. It changed her. Now, Seeing something so great as this should definitely have an impact on your heart. But the problem with the Bani Israel, imagine they had man and salwa come down upon them. Imagine the sea was split open before them. Imagine Musa salam struck the rock and 12 springs came out of that for them. They saw so many things. But yet, they did not become humble before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, ثُمَّ قَسَتْ قُلُوبُكُمْ مِنْ بَعْدِ ذَلِكَ Then after that, your hearts became very hard after that. After you saw the dead man coming to life, or after you saw all of these things that are mentioned over here. ثُمَّ قَسَتْ قُلُوبُكُمْ مِنْ بَعْدِ ذَلِكَ قَسَتْ قَسَتْ is from the root letters قَاف سين well, from the word قَسْوَة قَسَاوَة And what does that mean? Hardness. Toughness, when something is dry, when something is hard, it is solid, so it does not absorb any effect. It does not absorb anything. Nothing can have an impact on it. 
This is qasawa. This is the toughness of something. You know how when they make something that's supposed to be very strong, they put it through many different tests. They will put a lot of weight on it. They will throw it from a height or they will push it or they will do different things with it to show how tough it is. And when that thing does not break, then what does it show? That the thing is very strong. So qasawa, hardness, over here, this is the hardness of what? ثُمَّ قَسَتْ قُلُوبُكُمْ Your hearts. قُلُوب is a plural of قَلْب. What does it mean by the hardness of the heart? The hardness of the heart is when the heart does not feel any compassion, any mercy. When the heart does not feel anything, meaning no matter what the person sees, no matter what the person experiences, no matter what the person gets to know, it doesn't have any impact on the heart. If you see something traumatic, if you see a dead person, you know there are people who start crying. Tears begin to flow from their eyes. Similarly, they make firm resolutions. That's it. I'm never going to do this again. They change their lives. But the hard heart, no matter what a person sees, no matter what he experiences, no matter what he gets to know, it doesn't affect him. It's as though the heart has become desensitized. Desensitized. So nothing can affect the heart. Nothing can have any impact. There is no sympathy, no compassion, no softness, no mercy. No change. No change at all. So, ثُمَّ قَسَتْ قُلُوبُكُمْ مِنْ بَعْدِ ذَلِكَ No humility, no fear, no submissiveness. Two things soften our hearts. First of all, looking at the ayat kawni. What are ayat kawni? The signs in the creation that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed. The way the clouds form, the way the rain falls. For example, thunder. That's ayakoni. I mean, you hear thunder and all of a sudden, you realize the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You think about your sins and you think about death and you think about changing yourself, you think about stopping the wrong that you're doing. Ayatkoni, the signs in the creation. When a person reflects and he sees the ayatkoni, that keeps his heart soft. What does it do? It keeps the heart of a person soft or it softens the heart of a person. That's something that should happen. The second thing that helps in keeping the heart soft or in making the heart soft is reflecting on ayat shari, the verses that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has revealed. We learn in the Quran when they hear what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has revealed, You see their eyes overflowing with tears. Crying is a sign of what? Softness of the heart. Two things keep the heart soft and they soften the heart. What? Reflection on ayat kawni and reflection recitation of ayat shari. But if a person does not get affected by them, then there is nothing at all that can affect him. If a person does not get affected by ayat kawni, by ayat shari, then that's it. Nothing at all can affect him. Bani Israel so far, had they seen ayat kawni? Many. Ayat shari, of course, they were given the Torah. But when they did not bring about a change in themselves, then what happened? Their hearts became extremely hard. ثُمَّ قَسَتْ قُلُوبُكُمْ مِنْ بَعْدِ ذَلِكَ Then your hearts became hard after that. How hard did they become? Allah says, فَهِيَ So it, here refers to the qulub. He is the feminine of huwa. So your hearts, they became kalhijara, Like the rocks. Al-hijara is the plural of hajar. And hajar is a rock. You may have heard of the term al-hajar aswad. Are you familiar with that? 
Hajar Aswad, the black stone. What is a black stone? Where is it? In Makkah, where in particular? On the Kaaba. Anything special about the black stone? It was sent down from heaven. What are we supposed to do? Yes, we're supposed to kiss it or touch it. Isn't it amazing? No other rock has that value, but Hajar Aswad has that value. And you know Hajar Aswad on the Day of Judgment, it's going to testify in the favor of those people who have kissed it, who have touched it, who have followed the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ. So anyway, فَهِيَكَ hijara. So your hearts have become so hard that they are like rocks. They're similar to rocks in hardness. Allah says, أَوْ or أَشَدُّ qaswa." Even more intense in hardness. Ashaddu. This is from shadid, sheen dal dal. What does shadid mean? Extremely intense. You know, shadda. What is shadda? The W sign that you see on a letter in Arabic. And when you see that sign on a letter, what are you supposed to do on that letter? Shadda. Emphasize the sound. For example, if a ba does not have that, you will just read it as ba. But if it has a shadda, you will read it as tab. You're going to intensify the sound. So this is what shadid is. Ashaddu qaswa. More intense in hardness. So your hearts have become like rocks in their hardness? Or no, even more than rocks in hardness. Iron. Is it hard? Yes. But if you put iron in fire, will it melt? Yes. Rocks. Are they hard? Yes. But if you put rocks in fire, will they melt? No. They will become black. They will become extremely hot. But they will not melt. They will not change. No matter what a rock is exposed to, it will not melt. It will break, okay. But it will not melt. It will not change its form. You can crush it. You can crack it. But it's impossible to melt it. This is why Allah says that فَهِيَكَ الْحِجَارَةِ أَوْ أَشَدُّ قَسْوَةِ Or even more intense in their hardness. And if you think about it, such is the state of those hearts that are not affected by the Qur'an. No matter what they experience in life, no matter what they see, they don't soften up. They don't change. A person may be crying before them, begging them for mercy. There could be a person who is hungry before them, a person who is destitute, who needs their help, but still they will be oppressive against them. There will be a child who is hungry, a child whose parents have been killed, but such people will have no mercy on them. There will be people who have been evicted out of their homes, but such hearts will have no mercy on them. There will be people who have no fresh water, no access to health care even. No gasoline, no basic needs being fulfilled. But yet, such hearts will have no mercy on them. Women are being killed. Men are being killed. Children are being slaughtered. Buildings are being bombarded. But their hearts will not soften. And this is a fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَهِيَكَ الْحِجَارَةِ أَوْ أَشَدُّ قَسْوَةِ Or even more hard, more tough than rocks in hardness. Rocks, they are very hard. But eventually they break. Eventually a time comes when they will crush or when, you know, some goodness will come out of them. For example, diamonds, they are extremely hard. But aren't they a source of beauty? Can you not make a lot of money through diamonds? Yes. But hard hearts, are they a source of any good at all? No way. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَإِنَّ مِنَ الْحِجَارَةِ And indeed from the rocks. Indeed from the rocks are those that Lama surely that which Yatafajru minhul anhar rivers gush forth from them. 
There are some rocks, okay, they don't melt, but what happens? They break and rivers, a lot of water gushes out from them, gushes out through them. Yatafajjaru is from the root letters, fajimra. What does fajr mean? Dawn. And I told you earlier, crack of dawn, when something splits, breaks at a large scale. So yatafajjaru, tafajjara, yatafajjaru is when something breaks at a large scale. And when it's used for water, when because of water, something is broken up and a lot of water is erupting, gushing forth. So there are some rocks which are, yes, very tough, but at least they have some good in them. That if there's water coming through, what will happen to those rocks? They will break apart. They will not stand firm, solid, unaffected. No, the force of water will break them. And as they break, water is just gushing forth through them. Gushing, gushing. And notice Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not just say water over here. What's the word that is being used? Al-anhar. Anhar is a plural of nahr. And what are rivers? A lot of water coming through. So imagine, these rocks, they don't stand firm against the river, against the river water. And this river water, who benefits from it? People, animals, birds, people irrigate their fields. They do so many things with that water. Yes, there are rocks, but does some good come out of them? Are they a source of good for mankind? Yes, they are. But a person whose heart becomes hard, they produce nothing good. They are worse than solid rock. Then Allah says, وَإِنَّ مِنْهَا And indeed from it, meaning some rocks are such that lama yashakaku that split asunder. yashakaku sheen qaf qaf shak. What does shak mean? When something solid, when something hard, when something very tough, it cracks open, it breaks open, it splits asunder. So there are some rocks that yashakaku they split asunder. And as a result, what happens? فَيَخْرُجُ So it comes out, خَرَجِيم مِنْهُ From that breakage, from that crack, what comes out? alma Water. How are these type of rocks different from the first type? The first type, they just break apart. They're massive and they break apart and rivers are gushing forth. The second category is of such rocks which just break a little and as a result, a little water comes out. For example, in the form of springs. Remember when Musa salam he struck the rock with his stick and as a result what happened? Twelve springs came forth. Is the water coming out with a lot of force? No. The water is just coming out, not with a lot of force. So this is why Allah says, فَيَخْرُجُ مِنْهُ الْمَاءِ Compare these two. One type of rock, they break, a lot of water is gushing forth. Another type, they just crack, a little bit of water comes out. Is there a difference? Yes. One from it, a lot of water is coming. And the other, a little bit of water is coming. But at least, what is common? There is some water coming. There is something good coming from them. They are beneficial. Some a lot, and some very little. Another type of rocks. Allah says, وَإِنَّ مِنْهَا And indeed from it, meaning from the rocks. Lama, surely that which يَهْبِطُ It falls down مِنْ خَشْيَةِ الله, From the fear of Allah يَهْبِطُ هَبَطَ هُبُوط And hubut is to fall down from above. So there are some rocks which fall down. Why do they fall down? مِنْ خَشْيَةِ الله, Out of the fear of Allah. What is خَشْيَةِ? خَشْيَةِ خَشِينَ It is fear. But what kind of fear is it? 
It is such fear that is due to knowing the greatness of the other. You realize how great Allah is and as a result you are afraid. So you can say it is like awe, being in awe of someone. And it is such fear that is based on knowledge because Allah says, إِنَّمَا يَخْشَ اللَّهَ مِنْ عِبَادِهِ الْعُلَمَاءِ It is the knowledgeable ones from His servants who fear Allah. These rocks, they fall down from the fear of Allah. What does it mean? Yes, this happens, that out of the fear of Allah, rocks will fall down. Allah says, for example, in Surah Al-Hashr, Ayah 21, that لَوْ أَنزَلْنَا هَذَا الْقُرْآنَ عَلَى جَبَلٍ لَرَأَيْتَهُ خَاشِعًا مُتَصَدِّعًا مِنْ خَشْيَةِ اللَّهِ That if Allah had sent down this Qur'an on a mountain, on a rocky mountain, what would happen to that mountain? You would see it humbled, خَاشِعًا مُتَصَدِّعًا Breaking apart. Why? Out of the fear of Allah. Similarly, we learn in Surah Al-A'raf, Ayah 143, that Musa a.s. when he spoke to Allah, he requested that, O oh Allah, Rabbi Arini, Andur ilayk. O oh my Lord, show me yourself, I want to see you. Musa a.s. wanted to see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Lan tarani. You will never be able to see me. Walakin but Andur ila jabal. Look at the mountain. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He shone some of His light onto the mountain. Allah said, Unzur ila al-jabal fa'in istaqarra makanahu fa'sawfa tarani. If the mountain can stand there while Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's light is being cast upon it, then okay, if the mountain can bear it, you will be able to bear to see me. But the mountain, what happened to it? That it ja'alahu dhaka. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala turned it into powder, into crumble. So there are many verses in the Qur'an, as it is showed to you, two verses in particular, that show to us that rocks, mountains even, have fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Apparently we say that these rocks are falling down because of the melting glacier, or because of the landsliding, or because of whatever reason. But of the reasons is what? That they fall down out of the fear of Allah. Allah tells them, fall down. And no matter how tough, how huge, how solid they are, what will they do? They will fall down. They will follow the command of Allah. That huge rock will not just stand there saying, No, I'm a rock, I can stay here. No. Allah commands it fall down. And out of the fear of Allah, it falls down. Allah says, وَمَ اللَّهُ بِغَافِلٍ And Allah is not at all unaware عَمَّا تَعْمَلُونَ About what you do. غَافِل غَافِل is from غَيْن فَالَامْ غَفْلَةٍ And what is غَفْلَةٍ? Negligence, heedlessness, unawareness. When a person does not pay attention. So never think that Allah is unaware of what you do. Ta'malun amal ain mim lam. No, Allah is fully aware of everything you do. What do we see in this verse? We see that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is describing the hardness of the hearts of who? Of the Bani Israel. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala compares their hardness with the hardness of the rocks. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions three types of rocks. That despite the fact that they're very hard, there are some who break and rivers gush forth. There are some that crack and a little bit of water comes out. And there are some that fall down from the fear of Allah. But what do we see? That hearts that have become hard, they are worse than rocks. Because rocks, they fall down. They humble themselves. They obey Allah despite their toughness. Something good at least comes out of them despite their hardness. But a heart that has become hard, it is much worse than that. Allah says He is not unaware of what you do. Meaning anything that you do, Allah is fully aware of it. 
and he will ask you about it. Because when a person's heart becomes very hard, he goes on oppressing other people. He goes on mocking at the commands of Allah. He goes on distorting the religion of Allah. Allah says he's not unaware of your activities. Don't think you will not be questioned. You will be questioned. What do we learn in this verse? First of all, we learn about the blameworthiness of the one whose heart has become hard. Despite having seen so many ayat, despite having read so many verses. When we see the ayat, when we learn the verses, what should happen to us? Our hearts must humble before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And what does it mean by the humbling of the heart? That a person's heart is full of gratitude, is full of fear, humility, submissiveness. That when a person sees, when a person learns, he does what is required. That knowledge is translated into action. That realization motivates a person to do something. But if a person is not grateful, if a person does not obey Allah, then what will happen? His heart will become hard. This is just like if you have a plant and on the soil you pour water. If you pour water, what should happen? The water should be absorbed by the soil. Why? So that the plant may grow. But if the water is not absorbed, then what's going to happen? Fungus is going to grow on the top. The water is eventually going to dry up. And eventually the plant is going to die. Similarly, when we learn about something, When we get impressed by something, there should be a change. If we don't change, then what's going to happen? Our state is going to become much worse. Knowledge must turn into action. Realization must lead you to doing something. What do we do generally? We cry at that time and then we forget. Or we say, oh wow, that was so amazing. And then we move on. That wow, so amazing, should make you do something. That fear should make you do something. And if we're not bringing about a change in our actions, then we should worry because this is a cause of hardness of the hearts. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in Surah Al-Hadid, ayah number 16, that أَلَمْ يَأْنِ لِلَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أَن تَخْشَعَ قُلُوبُهُمْ لِذِكْرِ اللَّهِ وَمَا نَزَلَ مِنَ الْحَقِّ Has the time not come for those people who believe that their hearts should humble for the dhikr of Allah and what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has revealed of the truth, meaning that they should do something. وَلَا يَكُونُ كَالَّذِينَ أُوتُوا الْكِتَابَ مِنْ قَبْلِ فَطَالَ عَلَيْهِمُ الْأَمَدْ فَقَسَتْ قُلُوبُهُمْ And they should not become like those people who were given the book before, but a long time passed by and then their hearts became hard. What does it mean by this that a long time passed by? A long time came between knowledge and action. If you delay, if you defer, if you procrastinate, then it's going to harden the heart. So what do we learn? When we know something, when we find out about something, when we feel something, then do something. Don't just sit there. Don't just dream and imagine and think. No, do something. There should be action. If there's no action, it's going to lead to the hardness of the heart. Then we also learn in this verse that rocks, what are they? How do we look at hearts? Inanimate things. Creatures that have no life, no feeling, no nothing. You can abuse them, you can throw them, you can do whatever you want because they don't feel anything. If you hit it, it's not going to scream. If you break it, it's not going to cry. No, nothing's going to happen to it. But what do we learn from this verse? That rocks also have fear of Allah. Everything that Allah has created, whether it is animate or inanimate, 
living or non-living, intelligent or unintelligent, with reason or without reason, has the ability to recognize its creator. Has love of Allah, has fear of Allah by nature. Yes, human beings are those who, as they grow older, they distance themselves from Allah. They disobey Allah. But by nature, every creature has been made such that it knows Allah. It has love of Allah. It has fear of Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, يُسَبِّحُ لِلَّهِ مَا فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَمَا فِي الْأَرْضِ Everything that is in the heavens and the earth glorifies Allah. وَإِن مِّن شَيْءٍ إِلَّا يُسَبِّحُ بِحَمْدِهِ وَلَكِن لَّا تَفْقَهُونَ تَسْبِيحَهُمْ Every single thing in the creation, what does it do? It glorifies Allah, but you do not understand how they do it. So rocks even have fear of Allah. Now tell me something. If that rock is humble before Allah, if that rock obeys Allah, and if we don't, who is worse? When we have been given more knowledge, more ability, more understanding, but still if we don't humble ourselves before Allah, then truly our state is worse than that of rocks. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes those people in the Qur'an who go astray from the right way, who disobey Allah, who do kufr, that such people are worse than grazing livestock animals even. Balhum adhal, they are worse than al-an'am. Why? Because the cattle, the grazing livestock, at least they obey their master. At least they respond to the call of the master. But if a human being does not respond to Allah, then in reality he is worse than animals even. So we should check ourselves. We should reflect on ourselves. Whenever you go out to, for example, a park and you see all these beautiful trees and you see the water and you see the clouds and you see everything, think about it. Everything is obedient to Allah. What about me? What do I do? Then we also learn in this verse about the vastness of the knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The vastness of the knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah says He is not unaware of. What you do, meaning any action you do, Allah knows about it fully. Why? Because of the perfection of His knowledge, because of the vastness of His knowledge, and because of the fact that Allah has encompassed all of us completely. Then we also learn in this verse that the hardness of the heart is a reality, meaning people do suffer from this problem. Have you ever experienced it? That perhaps you see someone in pain and you don't feel anything for them? Someone is begging before you and you're like, yeah, I don't care. Like for example, your mom is telling you, wake up, wake up. And you're like, you just put your blanket on your head and you turn away as if she's not there. This is hardness of the heart. That somebody's calling us, come, come already. And we're taking our time. As if it doesn't matter, they're waiting, their time is getting wasted, they're standing outside. This is hardness of the heart. Food is brought before us and we don't eat it and we just toss it into the garbage overlooking the effort that other people have put in, in purchasing that food, in making the money first to purchase that food, in bringing that food, in preparing that food, in serving you that food. And if you just toss it in the garbage, isn't that very hard of your heart? It's very hard. What's the solution to that? Because as human beings, we do become desensitized, unfortunately. When we are surrounded by so many blessings, and it happens that we do something wrong, but nothing affects us. You know, there's no harm that we suffer. We think it's okay to do such things. So what's the solution? That for example, we hear the Qur'an, we're not affected. We know that yes, we are supposed to pray, but we don't bother praying. What is the solution to the hardness of the heart? Anything you can think of? Knowledge. Because sometimes hardness of the heart is due to lack of knowledge. Or due to knowing something, but you've almost forgotten it. It's not fresh in your mind. And as soon as it becomes fresh, you're like, oh my God, what am I doing? What am I thinking? For example, 
Since childhood, all of us know we're supposed to pray salah. But why is it that there are times when we're supposed to pray, but we become lazy and we say, oh, never mind, oh, it's okay, we forget. What's the reason? The heart has become hard. So what's the solution? Knowledge. Learn about the importance of salah. Learn about the sin, the crime of neglecting salah. We learned, for example, earlier that Iblis refused one sajda and look at his consequence. If we refuse many, many sajdas, then what do we expect of ourselves? So knowledge softens your heart. What else softens your heart? Recitation of the Qur'an, reading of the Qur'an, learning the Qur'an. This also softens the heart of a person. Reflecting on ayat kauni, reflecting on the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this also softens the heart of a person. Knowledge, the ayat, making dua that, Ya Allah, soften my heart, keep my heart soft. Repentance, for example, if a person does something wrong, seeking forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, remembering the hereafter, remembering death, because death is the destroyer of all pleasures. If you remember your death, if you remember your grave, if you remember, if you think about the angels who are going to come and question you, if you think about the time when you will be put under the earth and everyone will walk away and you're alone. If you think about that time, if you imagine yourself over there, it will definitely soften your heart. What else can soften the heart of a person? Increasing in ibadah, worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Surrounding yourself with good people. And also, one more thing that softens the heart of a person is looking at and caring for the unfortunate ones. If you hear about a very sad story, about for example, a woman whose children are extremely ill, extremely sick, and how they're struggling every single day of their lives, then that will soften your heart, that will bring tears to your heart, that will shake your heart. Counting your blessings. If you look at a child who is an orphan, that will soften your heart. Passing your hand over an orphan's head, that will soften your heart. Helping out people who have been affected by some natural disaster, that will soften your heart. Unfortunately, we live in a place where we don't see poverty. I mean, yes, even people who are poor, who are suffering from poverty, still we don't see them as destitute, as weak, compared to people who are weak and poor in other countries. So it's important that whenever we, for example, go back home, go to a third world country, anywhere, what should we do? Take time out to go visit such places. I remember when I went back to Pakistan, I'm originally from Pakistan, when we went there, after a long time, there had been a natural disaster over there, and a lot of people were living in camps. I really encouraged my husband to go and see, because he's never been to such places, and he's never seen such people. So I really encouraged him to go and see and help out over there. And he went and he saw children who were you know, handicapped and they didn't have wheelchairs for them. Instead, those children were being brought in wheelbarrows. Just imagine, in a wheelbarrow. Extremely cold winter. People don't have warm clothes to wear. They have no socks. Their feet are bare. Their heads are bare. Their hands are bare. They barely have any clothes on their bodies. They have no food to eat. Even the little that you give them, they're so grateful. So when he came back, he was a different person. It's important that we reach out to these people because this will soften our heart. This will make us more grateful, more careful. Otherwise, we will buy something so expensive we don't like it or get rid of it. Waste our money here, there, and we don't care about other people. We don't care about the actions that we're doing. So one of the things that softens our hearts is caring for who? The unfortunate people.
that will soften our hearts. And it's important that we continuously do these things because our hearts, they become hard. When we ignore the constant request of someone, that is what the hardness of the heart. When we hear verses of the Qur'an and it's as though nothing has affected us, that is hardness of the heart. So we do experience it every now and then. This is why it's necessary that we do all of these things. Let's listen to the recitation and then continue. ثُمَّ قَسَتْ قُلُوبُكُمْ مِنْ بَعْدِ ذَلِكَ فَهِيَ كَالْحِجَارَةِ أَوْ أَشَدُّ قَسْوَةً وَإِنَّ مِنَ الْحِجَارَةِ لَمَا يَتَفَجَّرُ مِنْهُ الْأَنْهَارُ وَإِنَّ مِنْهَا لَمَا يَشَّفَّقُ فَيَخْرُجُ مِنْهُ الْمَاءُ وَإِنَّ مِنْهَا لَمَا يَهْبِطُ مِنْ خَشْيَةِ اللَّهِ وَمَا اللَّهُ بِغَافِلٍ عَمَّا تَعْمَلُونَ 